we're live but we're not live we're we're live we're live but we're not live hi everyone and welcome to the nerdy up north podcast it's a nerdy podcast and it's hosted by northern nerds i am one of your hosts sam and i'm the other host paul and we are joined by oh nobody oh one minute (laughs) there's no one here it's just us two it is again again it's kind of a regular thing this now so it's not too bad but yes, um, I know this is going to sound weird for anyone who's watching on the Sunday. We're recording this on Tuesday. So yes. we've just finished doing the live episode of Nerdy Up North on the Sunday. And the Monsters yes. episode went live on the Monday. On Monday. Sam will it's... be recording um, on Wednesday. Wednesday <laughs> and then Goodwill will be live on Friday. All that will have happened before you even watch this episode. <laughs> yes, it's so weird. I do it on Monsters. I'm like, the live episode, oh, no, wait, that was last night. Mm-hmm. And the Goodwills, oh, yeah, Goodwills was Friday. This is all, that's all in the future now. Like, it's yeah. gone. It's past. Talking no, it's to, past, not the future. We're talking to future Sam. How are you, future Sam? <laughs> <laughs> I'm futurely okay. <laughs> future okay. Have you watched anything in the future? <laughs> I have been doing my research ready for the next Monsters episode, which you will watch the following day after this, which is Xenomorph. Xenomorph. (laughs) And if if anyone's a Xenomorph fan or don't know what a Xenomorph, it's basically aliens that look like a penis. There's my take. I have some interesting takes too on that, ah, especially yes. after what I've just watched. <laughs> but yeah, it's going to be a fun. Honestly, if it's anything like Wolfman, it's going to be a fun episode. Well, to be fair, nothing's going to be like the Wolfman. That, like, that, that, that yeah. set a bar. <laughs> I think Graham the Wolfman just, episode set a bar. I think every every episode now we just needed like a, a small cameo of Graham just to give his hot take on yeah. the premise of the movie. <laughs> yeah, it's not how I expected it to go. After mm-hmm. the Universal Monsters episode, I was like. Oh, it's going to be great. We're all going to be like all mushy and lovey over it. And then the minute Graham start talking, we'll get, oh, okay, I see where this is going. <laughs> it's the fact that Dan agreed with him as well. <laughs> I was like, all right, okay. But no, it was such a good episode. And thank you to everyone who watched. Yes. And then, such and, a dear. Yes. And the Discord will talk about you's reprobate. You'll be in the chat acting yourselves <laughs> uh, like as we're talking. I'm watching you, Lee. I'm watching you, Goodwill. Beth, what's saving this evening? Oh, Chris, <laughs> Chris, you goonie. And Sarah, I can say, please don't beat us. <laughs> yes. She wasn't very happy. Because, funny enough, though, to, like, say, come on, because I know we can't do, like, uh, how are you, what you've been watching, because literally we've watched for all in a day, other than Aliens. Yeah. And, and I've watched Roger Rabbit by any chance. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I did, and again, like I say, just to keep keep on with this, I'm going to keep going with this. <laughs> oh, um, it's okay. And the got best a theme thing, now. And the best thing about it as well, because we are recording this, Sammy won't I'm not going to be able to see it. No, oh no. So Sammy's not going to know who the Goonie is. So I've been watching the Goonies again, and right. others other than Spot and Christopher, which I've put put his picture up now. Sammy won't see. So he's mm. doing the nice truffle truffle there because Christopher is a Goonie. We've also seen the lovely Sarah and Lee are Goonies as well. And as I got told, I got wrong for using an old photo of Sarah. I just thought it was oh. the best photo of Sarah I could use. Sorry, Sarah. Mm. Um, we have <laughs> another Goonie that I've spotted, and I can't wow. believe I've missed this one. And you know what? I'm going to really annoy Sam as well, because I'm not even going to name the Goonie. I'm just going to put <gasps> a, put the picture up and let, let it just live out its Goonie fantasy for a little while. I'm going to be honest, it's not my best Photoshop job, just because literally I've been out to the beach today and we've done some shopping and literally got in and went, right, I've got to put this together within 10 minutes. So uh, I do apologise for the person who's in. The Photoshop isn't great, but you are now a Goonie. So yes. It's going to be me, isn't it? <laughs> so the Goonie picture is up and it's now over with. So yes. So wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay, I don't like this pre-recorded bullshit now. <laughs> Where's the live? Where's the chat? <laughs> I need your help. It's like, going back to, it's like, help me chat. You're my only hope. They're going back to Star Wars references now. It's like going back to day one. Yes. Like, just me and you, nobody else. It's like, shit, I, I have pressed record this time, haven't I? Yes, yes. Have you? Yes. Go yes. <laughs> do this shit all again and pretend that we don't know the guests. Oh, yeah. Um, but uh, saying that though Jake did actually come up with a very good idea for us today because you know how we have got all the episodes that a lot of the Nerdy Up North um, now I would like to call 
the Scooby Gang, shall we call them? Give them a nickname, the yeah, Scooby Gang. We'll call them the Scooby Gang. The Scooby Gang, the, the reprobates and the and uh, the nerds. Uh, they haven't seen a lot of the older episodes. So, right. and let's be honest, a lot of the older episodes don't look great because we didn't know what we were doing. So it was basically just no. rec- recorded off Zoom, tried it, and put them online. Now we've got all this technology and know how and stuff Jeez. like this. Uh, I can download the old videos and mm-hmm. shine them up and make them look pretty and oh. re-upload them to either Facebook or like say other avenues as well Ooh. just to showcase our oldest style and like maybe do like say ones where we've done <laughs> interviews and stuff uh, just to show the growth we have uh, just to show how much we've grown since since then media days two uh, two years ago yeah not just in the belly so like say I've grown in like mm. say well <laughs> that's me not Sam Sam's Sam's looking beautiful as always I don't want to offend her that, that way I've already offended Donna. I got braid all over today as well. She wasn't very happy. Well, that doesn't <laughs> surprise me in the slightest. <laughs> um, today is interesting, though. Yes. Do you want to do your disclaimer? I do want to do my disclaimer. Yes. So everything discussed in today's episode is our opinions and our opinions alone. If you'd like to discuss anything from today's episode, please come and join us in the Facebook group or the comment section, and we will happily have an open conversation. What we won't have is anyone coming for us and telling us our opinions are wrong. We can all agree to disagree in fandom. So let's keep it fun, keep it kind, and keep the toxic behaviour out of nerdism. Well said, well said. Thank you all. We do try and do it. It does creep in from time to time, but yeah. (laughs) We're only human, people. <laughs> there's, only so, there's only so much we can do, you doubt goddamn nerds. <laughs> so, Roger Rabbit. What made you pick Roger Rabbit for today? Um, I don't know. Um, like I say, this is going to be a shock and awe for everyone. Me and Sammy have to have social lives from time to time. And we do try and plan everything around this podcast. Much to the delight yes. of my wife. Uh, <laughs> my husband doesn't care. <laughs> yeah. But um, it is one of our dear friends who's been on the podcast's 40th birthday. And even yes. though I'll probably be the most socially awkward person there, we have to make an appearance and actually uh, give celebrate. our support. <laughs> yeah, we have to celebrate. It's one. Of, she's one of my oldest and dearest friends. Nona, God. I don't know how long now. It's uh, a long, long time. She's never um, aged, though, bless her. She still looks no, the same as like God, she was. God, no, she's still... This. From the day I met her up until now, that she has not changed. But I love her dearly, and I can't wait to celebrate her 40th birthday. And that is what we are doing on Sunday when you guys are all watching this. Yeah, so happy birthday, Emma. You'll probably not watch this, but happy birthday. Uh, happy birthday, <laughs> but, my love. But yeah, so it was just because we didn't have anything planned. Because, like I say, with the podcast now... A lot of the stuff has changed. A lot of the stuff is up in the air. A lot of the stuff that we've still got a lot of stuff still planned, but we're trying to do a more generic and not overwhelm. Because to be honest, the podcast was getting a little bit overlong at times. Mm-hmm. Like, see, I'm not saying yeah. that's anyone's fault, but it, no, and you, it's and, not a negative. No, but we're trying to keep it more compact. So just thought, yeah. what could be an interesting topic? And we, I always like when me and Sam do talk about a movie as well. Because there's like say the Clerks episode was brilliant. Clerks three, yeah. Exorcist, uh, Goonies, Lost Boys, um, Back to the Future. When we've just sat down and just broke down a movie, it's been fun. Mm-hmm. But I thought it would like be an interesting one to talk about because to me, when I watched this when I was younger, it was very hard to watch. It was a difficult watch, shall we say? But All right. and, um. I found quite interesting as well because I made a post in the Facebook group about Roger Rabbit and saying, mm-hmm. did anyone, what did everyone think of it? Did anyone get it straight away? Because me and my friends, when we first started Roger Rabbit, didn't quite get the premise at the start. Right. And it was interesting to see that everyone said, oh, we loved it from the start. It's one of my favourite films of all time and stuff like that. And it is mm-hmm. now one of my favourite films. But I remember mm-hmm. watching it at the time because the advertisements come away. You thought it was going to be this cartoon, this zany, wacky, um, like themed, um, like cartoon, and it was the the premise was absolutely out of the world. Like Disney, Warner Brothers, like every cartoon combined and come together mm-hmm. to play out, like I say, as a movie. And this mm-hmm. new character, which is Roger, and you thought, oh, is this going to be the next breakthrough thing? But what we got was a quite sinister, dark, uh, adult-themed um, mm-hmm. crossover that, not, not till I got like hit hit as a teenager, that it kind of 
hit home how good this movie was. Um, and yeah. I think that to me, back in the day, a lot of people felt the same way. I don't know if you felt the same way as me. I don't think I did. Um, mm. I think I think my sister would be on your wavelength, mm-hmm. but I gen I generally can't remember how I felt about just that I knew I loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe because I was watching a lot of horror back then, <laughs> that it just didn't faze me. But my sister was terrified, mm-hmm. terrified of the judge. That yep. scared her. Um, my dad, my dad, dressed up for a charity event as Roger Rabbit, and <laughs> that absolutely terrified her as well. Especially <laughs> when her father took mm-hmm. the the big head off, and it was him. She shit herself. Um, <laughs> not literally. Yeah. Michaela did not shit herself literally. No, 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 <laughs> no. Um, but she, yeah, but that it really scared her. But for me, I was just. It is a one that I used to go back to quite frequently because of just how much I absolutely loved. And it probably was more the Eddie Valiant side of things that I liked more mm-hmm. than the actual cartoon side. Even yeah. the cartoon side is really fun and you can't deny that. Yeah. But I like the Eddie Valiant. Like the gumshoe, the, 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 like the film noir aspect type thing. Yeah, and yeah. I, yeah. No, I, no, I agree. And that to me has always been like a standard. Like I love the genre. I love like anything to do with like film noir like the old like um like chewing the scenery like uh like like the the dm that comes in um and like they're trying to get to the bottom of like the mystery only thing that was missing was like as you said the the gumshoe voiceover that you normally get over over the top of it but it is it's right up my street because i love um i love classic i love vintage Mm-hmm. what we would we would class as vintage i love the 50s i love by the 40s and the 50s because it was kind of like a mixed mm-hmm. era um so yeah aesthetically it's like it's so pleasing for me <laughs> because it's everything that i love the fashion mm-hmm. the suits yeah. the shoes i mean oh we'll get on to I shoes would... later with this <laughs> <laughs> a lot of shoes in this yeah, yeah. um but yeah I, I absolutely love that aspect of it so that's probably why it's still even today mm-hmm. 40 years old still absolutely love it yeah 1988 it came out 1988 was it 1988 yeah generally thought it was later it always it like early. a lot of people do think it as a 90s film well it's close to being a 90s film but it was revolutionary for the time like there's only been i think again i could be wrong about this one other film i can remember that's done in the same vein which was only done last year which was the rescue rangers re- uh, like reboot type thing where nice. they used uh like live action and like all different types of like animation like mixed in i think mm-hmm. um like other films as well have done it like before like mary poppins um yeah um like george and uh, george's dragon and uh like and s- just to name a few but like to do to the extent that this was done yeah was just crazy like work the work that must have gone in and mm. i think the performances as well because that's the one thing that you you don't really get because if you watch like the behind the scenes making of the movie or anything that's in like you think oh there's a lot of special effects but it's the practical effects the things that they do to make the mesh like Mm -hmm. so impressive and like brilliant like something as simple as when roger blows through the window and leaves the rabbit print uh uh, like rabbit hole on the blinds and the window that was Uh one of the hardest effects that they had to pull off for like a, a 30 second gag um because actually did the glass break and the fall out the exact way and how they did it was just like they had to actually invent processes for it to to work i love when movies do that this Mm. is why i love watching the um the jurassic park Mm -hmm. um netflix one because they were inventing stuff to make it happen Mm -hmm. like they knew what they wanted to do so they're like right okay we just we're gonna we're gonna make this happen. I love stuff like that. And you know, I'm a sucker for practical effects. Mm-hmm. More practical the better. Um it's the it's the idea of real life people talking to cartoons. <laughs> That's like Yes. For me, I'm sitting there going, This is generally movie magic because mm-hmm. I can't in my head, even yeah. as a young youngster, even now sit here and go, How the how do they do that? <laughs> like there's a point where 
Bob Hoskins and Roger are that close to each other. They're, they're practically touching, and it mm. doesn't. You can't see like and I think, the, any I mess think that, up. No, definitely. I think that's like a, a testament to how good Bob Hoskins was. Oh. Like, oh me, rest in peace. He was such a fucking brilliant actor. I don't think many people would have pulled off like the level that he did in this movie as well. Like it, it feels like that. Like the role was basically written for him. If you had anyone, yeah. like let, let's be honest, anyone taller, anyone better looking, anyone other like, like if you'd done like a proper gumshoe or like fifties movie star look, like yeah. it wouldn't have worked. It would have taken like a bit of the gloss away. I think yeah. he's raw um, and real. It, because he could have overacted it as well. Like, imagine he, he, he could have really chewed it, couldn't he? Yeah. He could have really chewed the scenery on it. But his physical comedy is—you mm. can't touch it in this movie. No, like that, that scene man in gets the warehouse. Around... Oh, oh uh, <laughs> he's bouncing. <laughs> and just his interactions with Robert uh, Roger as well. I know, like, they actually had like a like a model of Roger on set, like. When they were playing around and stuff, like, and mm-hmm. had the guy that was doing his voice. I can't remember the guy's name now. Um, I do have Wikipedia up just because <laughs> I just wanted to look at the voice actors more than anything. Um, mm. Roger was played by Charles Fleischer. Fleischer. Mm-hmm. I know he's done loads of other different voice actors, like roles and stuff like that. Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's a, yeah, he's a he's a Chippendale. Um, Back to the Future. He's been in Part mm-hmm. Three. Um, yeah, he's got he's got good credits behind his name. But the, the scenes like that always jump out or stay strong in mine is like the scenes when uh, Roger and Eddie's uh, handcuffed together, and they're trying yeah. to hide from the weasels uh, and like stuff where putting them in the sink, um, like trying to saw it off. Then like his little <laughs> thing uh, when he pulls his hand out, he's like, "You could have took your hand out not any time, just at the funniest uh, moment," uh, and. I love the idea as well, like how clever it is having someone who's investigating a crime that hates cartoons or hates tunes. That's yeah. just a nice and because you, when you think about how can you hate a tune, but they make it with the storyline so believable that mm-hmm. it's sympathetic as well. Um, but like all the different elements, like the characters, everyone plays his part uh, to the T, and it's just one of those movies there it's hard to fault and that's probably one of the reasons why i wanted to talk about because i think now more than anything else it should be getting like it's time to shine because it's timeless it is timeless but you would think now it it should really be dated but it's not Mm. it's not it's not dated in the slightest and i always think movies like of, of that caliber and in that setting as well in that time period will never be Mm. like dated There'll no. just be something something special about it, and there's definitely something special about this. The I characters be... in it is just fantastic. Yeah, and the moments where it's just like things that you you thought this shouldn't work, like the Daffy Duck and the Donald Duck like uh, piano scene, that fight off, just oh, putting that, that randomly in the middle of a movie for no reason. Well, for the reason of it just being absolutely entertaining as fuck, and just sitting there howling and laughing at it. So. Interesting fact, and I know this is not monsters, but interesting fact. <laughs> oh, Sammy and her factoids are coming out now. <laughs> factoids, oh my god, I'm using them on this show. Yeah. Um, Mel Blanc does the voice of Bugs, Daffy, Porky Pig, mm-hmm. Tweety, and Sylvester, mm-hmm. but they are voiced back in 1989. Right. <laughs> so they used his voice from 1989 to put into this movie because he, di- he died in. Oh, right. He, he died in 1990. Yeah. So it's all it's all footage from him. So mm-hmm. how that's such a homage to him, though. Yeah. Like they are his characters. Mm-hmm. So to use them in this big, massive motion picture mm-hmm. and not get a replacement in, I think, is beautiful. No, perfect. And it's nice that they did that as well because they probably would have lost it if they used like different voice actors or not yeah. used. Because um, it's a weird movie, as as you say, because it's a cartoon, but. It's it's as it classed as one of us as it classed as a Disney movie. That's where, like, say a lot of the people like confusion always does come with Roger Rabbit as well. And 
I know with a lot of times as well, there is a lot of different arguments that do come about with studios. Just look at the recent Spider-Man issues and stuff, at how difficult mm. it can be to get studios to play nice and for yeah. them to allow them to use, like I said, such a, a wide variety of characters as well in different ways, like Yosemite Sam getting blown out of like Toontown, <laughs> uh, like all varmints and stuff like that. And then, like say, Bugs and uh, Mickey Mouse uh, skydiving from that building, like having them together, that was amazing to see, and uh, like, and it's even more amazing now to think about how what they must have went through to get the permission to be able to do that as well. Yeah, it's for us as watching it as kids, you're just like, ah, oh, Mint, Mickey and Bugs. You don't think of the fact that this is fucking iconic mm -hmm. that you have two of the heads of two different productions sitting next to each other. Like mm -hmm. it doesn't get any bigger than them two really yeah. in when you come down to cartoons, Bugs and Mickey, mm -hmm. they are absolutely synonymous with their, with their own brand, brand and to yeah. have them sitting next to each other, talking to each other, fucking mind blowing to think about it. Especially today. Cause it will never happen yes. again. That's... It would never happen again. No people. It's I think over time, greed and money becomes mm -hmm. a, big massive factor but back then i just i don't know i just felt like they wanted they just wanted to make a really good fucking film oh 100 so i would like to think that there wasn't a lot of negotiation going on like i just <laughs> I would like to think that they're like yes we've got this idea sign. let's make it work <laughs> <laughs> i'll sign <laughs> um i just i i don't need up until this up until right then i didn't even think about how massive that actually mm. That that there too, just their two interactions alone, like never, yeah. like Donald Duck and Daffy Duck. That's even that's mm -hmm. like massive. Mm -hmm. Hundred percent, and that's why I, I, I'll always hold this in high regard because I've got the childhood memories of watching those kids. Anyone who grew up like say our age range or even younger, or or if they brought up well uh, later, <laughs> uh, if the parents didn't hate them and not show them classic cartoons, um, <laughs> type thing, but. Uh, yeah, that, that, uh, for me, I, as a, there was them elements I appreciated as a kid, but mm -hmm. as an adult, the jokes are so amazing. Like uh, the baby is a baby Herman. Herman, that's called. Yeah. Um, like the the ones he pulls out is like um oh like it's, uh, that's not me babysitter. It's it's me it's me it's me doll. Um, but imagine trying to. Uh, be with a with a forty year old attitude, with uh, a, a um, like I say, a, a, a baby's wiener or something like that. It's like fuck uh, me. They said that in a cartoon. <laughs> the I tell you, the, the biggest, the one that always gets us, and I don't know why. It's not even that funny. Mm -hmm. It's where the um, Doom, Doom, um, the ah, Judge, Judge Doom. It's yeah, it's where he's tapping and he's going shave and haircut. <laughs> and then Roger busts out going, and I can't remember what he actually sings. I can hear it in my head. Is it today? Today, yeah, I think it is. It's a two bits. I think it's two, two bit, two bits, two bits. Yeah, it's like, and he just comes busting out singing it. Yeah, <laughs> always get that in the weasels. The weasels. Funniest, uh, funniest fucking things that are in that movie is the weasels. Pressy. <laughs> The proper mobs, the gangsters and stuff. But each, love, each, but each one of them's got their own different personality as well. Exactly. But you know what? They could have gone that ham with it. They could mm. have gone that camp with it and had Eddie been exactly like them, like mm. in that kind of genre. But they didn't. They toned Eddie down. Yeah. To not, to not balance, kind of balance with their, <laughs> their campness. No, definitely. <laughs> and I think Bob Hoskins like deserves a lot of credit with <laughs> for his performance as Eddie because. The character is not likable. He's busy, down in his luck, an alcoholic kind of um, just on the bottom type thing. But you're still rooting yeah. for him and you kind of want to see him do well because <clears throat> the people he's around see what what he was or uh, what he can be because his girlfriend yeah. Dolores like uh, when he tries to say, break up with her, they say, oh, you, you should get yourself a, re a, a good man. And she goes, I've already got a good man. Um, mm -hmm. So it's like people see that in him, and the performance does come out with Bob Hoskins as well. But yeah, not to say like I said, this is a hilarious and funny movie, but it's scary, and the elements that do break you and like thing like even 
something as silly. Uh, if I like said to you, oh, you should watch this movie and you'll get upset over a cotton shoe going in the dip, <gasps> you think that is the most ridiculous thing you'll hear. But Jesus Christ, that was brutal. It was awful. And to see it, it in the movie awful. theater as well, and it was just like, what the fuck am I watching? It was yeah, almost like watching was... Hostel for cartoons. <laughs> oh my god! It's them eyes. It's the mm. eyes. I I can't I can't look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that's not the bit that scared Michaela. The idea of dip though. Yeah. <laughs> like oh my god, that is that's brutal. What was it like? Seventy percent turpentine, something uh, like that. So anything that could destroy like paint or ink. Uh, uh-huh. was put into it i think so again such a clever premise that you don't even think about just because I, all the all the things that's going on and around it um mm-hmm. but like as you yeah. said the if we talk about the characters the characters in and eating the scenery christopher lloyd start please take a bow <laughs> massively like jet sir this is your show yes he was absolutely phenomenal mm-hmm. as the judge um, it is the judge who scares Michaela half to death, and it's the end bit where obviously mm-hmm. his voice because <laughs> I talk just like, like this because <laughs> <laughs> the big reveal spoilers yes. is that it was the judge who killed Eddie's brother, and he was a bad tune. <laughs> it was a very bad tune, but they never find out what mm-hmm. kind of t- uh, tune he was. Um, and just to, no, you don't. No, and just to finalise an argument that we had on the Facebook group, Goofy is a fucking dog because Goofy in this movie says, "Oh, yeah, he ain't no dog." <laughs> <laughs> so, facts. Goofy ain't no cow. He's a dog. <clears throat> I always thought he was a dog. Yeah, he's got he's got um dog ears, almost like Basset Hound ears. Um, yeah, I always thought he was a dog. Cow. Yeah, someone tried to say that was a cow. Idiot. Oh. No, he's a de- he's definitely a, a woof woof. Um, <laughs> but I do like the fact that they have original characters in here. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously the weasels. Yeah. Um, the car. Yeah. The fucking car is amazing. Always want a car like, like a that. Taxi cab. It, yes, loved it. Uh, the bullets. The bullets <laughs> are. <laughs> Apparently, you can buy them. You can buy the. Can you? you can buy the gun and the bullets in like a, like a, a set. I've never that been able to see it, amazing. but um, I, the whole personality, like each bullet having like, hey, Eddie Valiant, it's time to wake up. <laughs> but then when you shoot them, they do different things as well. Yeah. <clears throat> but yep. um, the big gorilla, like with the monkey suit opening like the like the, the, the store, he, he, he was an original character, I believe. Yeah. And the original of all originals, Miss Jessica Rabbit. So let's let's all just take a moment to appreciate Jessica, shall we? As she goes past the screen with a very voluptuous and boobalicious self. Um, who couldn't I, fall I am, in love with Jessica? I have never, when I was younger, because I was so into like my boys' toys, I never appreciated femaleism in within like my world until I met her. <laughs> it was like her and Elvira were mm. like my feminine eye opener like mm. oh that's what my body can do <laughs> no no nobody can do <laughs> no actually it, it was it was very high standards that i yeah. have never ever been able to meet mm-hmm. but it was femininity that i'd never encountered before i've never wanted to play a patty kate so much in my life oh <laughs> and the fact that she is voiced by the fucking amazing kathleen turner who is not credited in this movie is she not? She is not. No, she's not credited as the voice. Right? She is the voice, yeah. but she never got a credit for it. And oh. I think that's on her. She didn't want it. Right. Okay. Did but not yes, know that. Not credited. Yeah. But every scene that Jessica Rabbit is in is just breathtaking. And yeah. it's, as you said, movie magic <laughs> in all the right ways. Movie, movie magic. So here, Jessica Rabbit's voice was performed by Kathleen Turner, but her singing voice is performed by Amy Irvin. Right. And only Irvin got the credit. Right. Okay. Interesting. So, yeah. Yes. I always, it was one thing I always remember. When it would come down to like interesting facts about Roger Rabbit, is that <laughs> Kathleen Turner never got credited for it. I just knew it was me love of redhead started from this moment. <laughs> I think it's where a lot of male fantasy came when it came to redheads, because she is the ultimate yes. redhead. Oh, definitely. The ultimate. 
And how does she keep that dress on? I'll never understand. Well, that comes to an early bit with that one. <laughs> oh, okay. Because, <laughs> uh, like with a lot of the Disney movies as well, there was like some urban myths that were true, and mm -hmm. some urban myths that were completely fake. Um, mm -hmm. The urban myth that was true was on the Rescuers uh, movie when the when they're going down the flight with yeah. the thing. One of the uh, windows actually has a photograph of a naked naked woman because one of yes. the Disney employees had been let off, uh, let go, uh, but told to finish the work for that day. So they did. They put uh, an image in in that. Uh, I believe it's yeah. been since taken out. But I think it, it has been, but I have seen the original because mm -hmm. you know people look. I had to, I don't want it on VHS. The likelihood is it's probably on there too. Possibly because it wasn't found out until people got it on uh, like Blu-ray and DVD where they can go through it by frame. Oh, by frame. like HD, and it's like, yeah. whoa, what's yeah. that? Yeah, what's that in that corner in that there? But yes, there was an urban lift about Jessica as well. That mm -hmm. um, when she fell out the taxi cab with Eddie when he, when he drives through the dip. That mm -hmm. uh, when a skirt comes up and her legs become akimbo, you could see uh, the color of her drapes. But that right. was uh, fake. That was just fake news. And I think it was just some uh, pervert, or, some Goodwills online, <laughs> shall we say, uh, <clears throat> doing their own little spit takes and uh, editing certain things in there that was never there. I can I can confirm uh, through vast research. Uh, <laughs> vast, vast research. Um, <laughs> that was not true. That was never in oh. the cut of Roger Rabbit, unfortunately. Or fortunately, shall she, we say. Unfortunately. <laughs> but she is a fantastic character. Yes. Very much. Um, I just love the fact that like Roger is like the love of our life. Yeah, just because she makes him like, laugh. Uh-huh. And that's that's yeah. how us chubby lads do it. We'll get the girls to laugh and to stay with us. So if Sam's mum ever watches, please, I'll make you laugh. <laughs> um, I promise. <laughs> God. It's not even a live show and she still gets a mention. Of course, always. <laughs> I've got a gimmick. I've got to stick with it. It's the only thing I'm doing yeah. well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you keep at it. You, you, keep, you keep working it. I'll just sit there. back and watch it. <laughs> no, that's um, no, no, that's getting creepy now. <laughs> yes, yes. We'll, st we'll I'll, I'll move on. Um, Jessica's boobs. Anyway, yes. gravity defining, uh, defying oh. gravity. <laughs> yeah, definitely. She's same. Um, yeah, she's she's such a fan, she's such a brilliant character. I always it's the high heels for me because I've never been able to wear heels ever. Yeah. And I used to pretend that my roller boots were her high heels because oh, I, I, was <laughs> I was mint on my roller boots. Mm -hmm. um, not so much now, as we learned last year. I was going to say, we're going to get when, Sammy on skates and video. Well, I, my sister bought me some last year for my birthday. And I thought, oh, do you know what? It's like riding a bike. I used to be on these all the time as a kid. This is easy. Put them on and I fell straight on my face. Um, <laughs> but I can walk. I can walk on the stud part. Right. And I used to do that all the time. I didn't have a lot of places to skate where I lived and mm -hmm. especially in my back garden. So I used to always walk on the stud. And I used to pretend they were Jessica Rabbit's high heels. Oh, very nice. So... No, very sad, Paul, is what you've tried. <laughs> so we should set a challenge, really. So it, it, it's a little bit early for this this SunnyCon. So next SunnyCon, um, mm -hmm. if we get, say, to, say let's say, 10,000 subscribers on our YouTube channel, <gasps> right? Sammy should cosplay as Jessica Rabbit at SunnyCon. Okay, I'll <laughs> accept that challenge. 10,000 by next SunnyCon, and I will cosplay as Jessica Rabbit. Cool. Promise. Got that live. No mm -hmm. take backs. <laughs> <laughs> No, no. Cool. I'll go the full hog. Full hog. Now, yep. I don't know where to go with that. It's, it's just getting us a little bit excited. So good, good, good. Give us a moment there. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins, yes. <laughs> or the Jessica lookalike that we f find out when Jessica, uh, when Bob um, or <gasps> Valentine goes into the apartment and you see this poor uh, <clears throat> woman shows here and she gets so excited. Man! And she just flies <laughs> through everything. But they did her then, dirty, bless her. 
Yeah. I didn't know this was a Robert Zemeckis yes. movie. Yeah. Yeah. Did not know that. Um there's a lot I did there's a lot I thought I knew about this because mm-hmm. I know the movie back to front. Yeah. Like I didn't have to watch it in advance. I know exactly like it's a rarity mm-hmm. and we know because I don't watch a lot, but Roger Rabbit was one better. that was You're getting better. I'll I, I'll give you a credit though. There. I'll give you a credit. Thank you. Um, I know I know a lot won't, but yes. <laughs> um, so I do know this one back to front, but there's so many things I'm learning. Mm-hmm. It's just, as you said, it's everything that you watch. Or if... I'm not one of those ones that likes watching how they've done it or the making of. Like, I went to Harry Potter World um, down in Watford and it mm-hmm. spoiled a little bit of the magic. I know it's a joking aside oh. but you see like how the portions like it's all mechanicalized and um how the, they get you to ride the broomsticks and uh mm-hmm. how the sets were built and how it's like like how the shoot that's only you see parts so it takes a little bit of the magic away um oh. and again like it's like the magician's tricks if you know how it's done it kind of it, it it takes that element away but with this a lot of the actual practical effects were actually done in the way that mm-hmm. you see it. Like I know they can't yeah. get a live action cartoon, but like Bob Hoskins, bless oh, him, gets th- gets thrown across the room. Um, like Christopher Lloyd, not him, but like say that like a blow up doll of him gets squashed by a like a steamroller. <clears throat> like it's great to see the practical effects mm-hmm. and like the reactions and how hard the others have to work to just to like pretend that like say Jessica's dancing in front of you and like almost drooling at the thought of this absolutely sex single doing a Marilyn Monroe impression uh, yeah. in front of you and like playing that out and seeing them performances and seeing them doing it to like space or uh, a tennis ball on a stick. It's it's absolutely brilliant in how they do because that's basically how they get the eye lines right and get yeah. everything uh, spot on. But it's just... Um, it, so impressive and enjoyable and now when you get the jokes because some of the when you watch them as a kid you think oh i don't get that but then when you're old you go oh i get that now um yeah you're laughing for the wrong reasons when you're a kid you you just don't quite get it yet but as an adult you're like oh shit (laughs) yeah got that one (laughs) so what would you say your favorite part of the movie like was or like bits that stand out for you um donald duck and daffy ducks fight off Mm -hmm. freaking hilarious um the oh god the um hang on let's think it's (laughs) i love i love eddie in the bar Mm -hmm. with uh, when he's when rogers when you first meet the judge i think i love that scene because obviously the weasels and everything i don't like the bit with the dip obviously Mm -hmm. um the weasels in the apartment yeah that is some funny shit Mm -hmm. absolutely hilarious shit Anything to do with that cabin, Eddie? There's mm-hmm. so, like this. There's not a lot in here. I can't see. I don't. I love the opening with the cartoon, yeah. the actual cartoon. Yeah, I absolutely love that. Um, I've just read as well the, the graffiti in Toontown bathroom reads for a good time called Allison Wonderland. <laughs> the best is yet to be. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> wow, uh, Allison's been done a, dirty here. <laughs> yeah, and apparently the fight off between Donald and Daffy was with their actual cartoonists. Right. So it was their the actual the people who actually were drawing them at the time mm-hmm. of when the movie was made, they were doing the battle. Right. So they were doing the drawings for the battle. It, it was it was so I've just been reading about it. I was like, oh that's so cool. Oh. They were uh, they were battling it out mm-hmm. in pencil and paper and yeah they allowed oh, them to fun. do that. I thought it was fun. No perfect like uh, and like I said, that's how clever like this shit was. And mm-hmm. what a lot of people do have to remember as well, this was before, like, I know there probably was a few computers involved, but this was before we got the computer levels or, like, to use the things. A lot of this would have been painstakingly hand-drawn on film as well. Is this called stop motion? Stop motion, yeah, some of it would have been, yeah. Oh, look at me, Goodwill, <laughs> look at me. Twice in a row, I'm getting two production things right. Yes. (laughs) And to the level that they did it as well, it doesn't miss a beat. Like, I, like, again, can't wax lyrical how good this movie is uh, and ahead of its time. 
massively and you're in awe of the fact that all that all you're looking at there is just paper mm-hmm. going over the top of each other it's mm-hmm. absolutely crazy to get your head around what's your favorite bit um obviously i love the face off like you know the final battle like um where eddie makes the weasels laugh and they find out that it's a, uh, the late weasels laughing the weasels <laughs> laugh themselves to death um yes and they all die in the most like horrendous way, like falling off in the dip, um, like and all going off to like cartoon heaven as well, which is yeah. he- hilarious. Um, and like the the big gang leader of the weasels flicks the flicks the lever, so it goes in. But um, the face off between Eddie and uh, like say the Judge Doom as well is just like mesmerizing on all different levels, just because mm-hmm. you see um. And Eddie embracing the tunes using things like uh, a musical sword where the song's a singing sword and that's just like it's witchcraft. <laughs> is it Harry Connick Jr. who's oh, singing? Is that, I think that's I think that's who it's like aimed to look at like as well. Frank Sinatra or something like that. But oh, I forgot about that dancing where he, where the um, the big musical thing starts playing <laughs> and he's like gets an idea and he starts thinking along the lines of tunes. <laughs> But then he uses the giant magnet, and that backfires on him. Then he uses the the the, the putting the hole on things to get out. And mm-hmm. um, when you see like Doom, like Judge Doom being flattened and coming back up, and you, the realization as well, because this is before big twists. Like this is before yeah. M, M Night Shyamalan blah, 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 uh, start coming along and uh, twisting every little thing. So movie twists weren't really a big aspect of things people used to tell mm. stories a to b and you just go oh that was a good film that was a good story but i was like oh you think it's over it's not and it turns out like say he was the uh the the, the main bad guy that basically killed eddie's brother um high pitched voice boys, and his red eyes that turned to daggers as well when he gives it's him the look like daggers eyes popped out yeah i can still hear i can hear the, the blow because he blows himself up doesn't <clears> he because he's flat yeah and he blows himself up and i can still hear the pop 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 and then he's eyes come out i think you attempted to blow on your thumb as well but you didn't want to give people that mental image <laughs> absolutely i know that i know the kind of people i'm dealing with oh. <laughs> sorry guys you almost got like a screenshot there almost not quite, not quite. i know you people <laughs> lee would have been photoshopping all over that um you probably would have <laughs> potentially <laughs> I was always a little sad as well. We didn't get like any type of spin-offs or any play from this because this was Roger's only out, and wasn't it? Other than I we think got the a rest... cartoon, didn't we? Wasn't I... wasn't there a Roger Rabbit cartoon? I don't think so. I think it was like a I short before a movie. Right, Who Framed Roger Rabbit cartoon. Let's have a see. I'm sure yeah. wasn't there a cartoon? I don't think so. I might. Uh, I, I'm happy to be made wrong. I'll, then I'll go and. No, I don't think you are. I think this is his only only out. And if you Google Roger, it just comes up with the the film. Yeah, because I thought Roger Rabbit. There was a short possibly before a big release that, that where they did like a like a Roger Rabbit short. Yeah, but, you're right. I, I'm surprised they didn't cash in on that, like because the merchandise and everything i know like even if you try and get like a roger rabbit fungal pop it's quite difficult to get your hands on mm. how to get mine from fucking australia uh- <laughs> jesus you will go to lens won't you yeah well, my um, wife went I'm there kind- so she kind of picked it up on the way so <laughs> ah right um i kind of i'm kind of glad they didn't know like mm-hmm. in hindsight because the I, I don't want it to be oversaturated with roger rabbit stuff to where the movie mm-hmm. just becomes uh, you know, yeah. can't be asked with it. Mm. I, I, I would love to say the same, but I would never, I could never say I don't want more Jessica. Like if you couldn't put Jessica oh, in yeah. anything, I'll put Jessica in Friends, Jessica in The Goonies, <laughs> Jessica in Child's Play, <laughs> Jessica in Scream. Like... <laughs> yeah. just, just have, like I say, a Jessica uh, Rabbit cameo in every like aspect or just in life. Um, yeah. But she wasn't the only sex bomb that was like portrayed in Roger Rabbit as well. And I think, and I was glad that they they went there with this as well because we got the old Betty Boo cameo as oh, well because yes, that was, was such a lovely little yeah like hey Eddie Valiant oh, boo 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 doo 
Can't do a very she does boo. get over. She does get Betty Boo does get overlooked a lot, mm-hmm. but she um she used to have her own little section in Universal Studios back still, in the day. I think she still does. I see. Does you, she? Uh, she's got her own little store, and you and oh. uh, and Betty does walk around because my dad followed her around. Like not saying my dad's creepy or anything. Well, my dad is creepy, but um, <laughs> he did stalk Betty Boo for a little bit. I I bought two lunch boxes in Florida. Mm-hmm. Never take, never used to use them, but I wanted them for display. I got an I Love Lucy one, right? Which I believe my sister still has. Um, why did your sister have all your stuff? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why she's got me Lucy tin. It was a tin, and it mm-hmm. was a, it was a TV, and it, mm-hmm. the handle was an antenna. That was the was the aerial. Oh, right. um, and I got a little heart shaped Betty Boo one. Very nice. And it was oh, I just I used to love her. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't think I think I would appreciate her more now than what I did back then. Yeah. Um I'm just looking at the list of characters as well, mind. Mm-hmm. They did not skimp no, no. on characters. No, like especially the end scene where it all come through the like because spoilers, the good guys win, bad guys lose. Um Doom gets melted into the dip and um like so. Yeah, so it's not just no, sorry, it's not just Warner Brothers and Disney. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's MGM cartoons. Right. Which, okay, this is going to, I didn't know this. Droopy Dog, mm-hmm. Spike from Tom and Jerry, right. Meathead Dog. Okay, and then you've got the Fleischnet Studios, which is Betty Boop, mm-hmm. Coco the Clown, right. Wiffle Piffle. Um, then you've got Famous Studios, right. Um, which is a joke of the Harley Quinn Jack in the Box logo from the Novel Tunes and Harvey Comics. Right. And then you've got Terry Tunes. Didn't Warner Brothers buy out them? Because I, I, I know, didn't they have something to do with Hannah Bambara or something like that as well? well that, that, I'm going to guess so because the, the last one on the list, well, there's Columbia Pictures, mm-hmm. um, there's Universal Pictures, Walt Lance Productions, and that's Woody Woodpecker. Yeah. And I always thought that was... Part of that, yeah. yeah. But then you got Archie, or Pictures, which is obviously Archie, or Studios, and mm-hmm. um, Felix the Cat. Yeah, I didn't. I think was Felix the Cat just like uh, a telephone. Um, I think they used. I can't remember. I can't remember seeing in Felix. The, in a photo and on a keystone of the tunnel that leads to Toontown. Oh, nice. good eye, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, I didn't know that they. I mean, it probably has changed hands like from that, like mm-hmm. as of now. Yeah, but back but then, back then, this was all their property. That's so crazy. Basi- so basically, this is what the Avengers stole the idea from. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Roger Rabbit is the cartoon Avengers. No, he's the Nick Nick Fury. Is the Nick Fury right? He's the Nick Fury. Yes, yeah. he and gets that, them all together. So this is the end game of the of of the Toontown of, of Disney Pretty films. Much. <laughs> Pretty much that that end scene though, where they're all together. Yeah. What's the song that's singing? Do 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 do. I can't. Oh, yeah. No, you you were there. You were there. Mm-hmm. Um, just smile. <laughs> you know this whole world is a great world after all. <laughs> yes. It was. Um, it was pretty cheesy, but like as soon as you, what I was, what made me laugh when I watched it back, and again. It's probably like intentional as well. Is when the the dip machine, like the, the the like the machine that's then now been out of dip breaks through the wall, mm-hmm. and gets hit by the train going one way, and you, it says smiling. You see the the sun with the glasses and everything, and everyone smiling. Yeah. And then there's a little, I think, uh, a wolf doing the old uh, uh, thing, going the sit, mm-hmm. going the opposite way of where the trains has come from. So it's like we're there. Surely that's just been hit by the train, or otherwise. I think so. It's kind of like a little timing joke, I think, <laughs> which you wouldn't get if you weren't like paying close attention type thing. Yeah, but it's just a little silly thing that what they used to do in cartoons and stuff back in the day, where um, the the sensible stuff didn't matter or the, like anything mm-hmm. like that. But that that's the whole joke throughout this movie as well. Like the fact at the start where Roger's getting shit on because he can't make stars appear when he's getting a yeah. bridge dropped on him. So he's hitting himself over the head. He's like, okay, I can get stars and there's plants, then there's bells. But And the playback at the end, and when he's been hit over the head, he's getting, oh, look, stars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they like, call back to like things from at the beginning of the movie that you've potentially already forgotten about. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's a clever, 
clever movie. And I know we've had movies where we've had real life people interact with cartoons. Bugs Bunny being another one in mm-hmm. Space Jam. But it doesn't. We can't talk about have... Space Jam because I, I don't believe I can fly anymore. <laughs> oh, it's ruined it for everyone. Yeah. Um, oh, Kelly, you yeah, a but dick. I... <laughs> um, but I don't believe that it has the same magic, and that, that's no. pro- it might be a generational thing. Yeah, because... I, I, totally. Because I know Jake's a big fan of Space Jam. Yeah, uh huh. And I know my sister is, so I think, and like, it probably is a generation thing. But I don't think any movie can touch this one when it no. comes to live action with cartoons. No, definitely, and that comes from Sammy, who loves Bill Murray more than she loves her life. So. It's very true. It's him. very true, and I know he's in Space Jam, but mm. I'm sorry, Bob Hoskins wins this one. Yes, um, it was very a strange cameo of Bill Murray, but MJ, bless him, he tried that. That's Bill Murray all over that one. <laughs> <laughs> that's Bill Murray all over, just weird-ass cameos. <laughs> Especially in... Uh, Ant-Man and Quantum Media. Wow, that's still I still don't yeah. understand his cameo on that. I, I just don't understand why he was there. We didn't, and this is coming from me. We didn't <laughs> need him. <laughs> so, would you do a sequel to this now? Because as enough time passed where we could, yeah, take another yeah, te- another trip to Toontown. Like, would we see I- a Monday with it's like CGI characters interacting? Absolutely. Only because we've not been oversaturated in the past mm-hmm. with sequel after sequel after this after that. It mm-hmm. was a standalone. I think you could revisit it right now and bring in a whole different generation mm-hmm. into not just not like not just cartoons of now, but cartoons of then. Like I love the fact that my godson is watching old cartoons. Yeah. And appreciating old cartoons. Like I know some of them are very dated Mm -hmm. and i understand that they don't get shown the ones that are not appropriate for Mm -hmm. our times but i still love that magic of what them cartoons can do yeah takes you takes you away it's like escapism and remember as well a lot of them cartoons only five six minutes long uh and as well that was the, the fun element to them um what time what time phase uh, time conflict what uh era would you set this movie in if you've done a single 90s the 90s the 90s right kill don't know why actually maybe i do 90s had some decent cartoons yeah so would have like because the raccoons the raccoons would be in yeah (laughs) um interesting yeah yeah i think because I think what works for this movie is a, the time zone it's set, the era it's set yeah. in is basically so the gumshoe and anything like that. So if you were going to do it now, you couldn't do mm-hmm. the film noir feel, but no. it would have to be a different story altogether or a different take altogether. So mm-hmm. I think I could potentially class Space Jam as an actual sequel to this because it had not because it was all Warner Brothers. It never had any Disney characters in. No, in that. it was just all Warner Brothers. Yeah, because then Space all Jam books. Two had like all the different, like even Batman and two? stuff like that. Yeah, Space Jam Two had had uh, LeBron James uh, in. Oh, is that a recent thing? Yeah, it came out during lockdown. Oh right, no, I've never seen it. No, it, it, it's disappointing. It just didn't have the magic as well. But mm. if they're going to do like a big one with all the different characters in it as well, um, because the because we haven't even touched on the main like plot of this film is basically that Doom wants to modernize Toontown with freeways, yeah. gas uh, gas stations, uh, malls, like basically all the things that came about like after the forties and stuff had happened. So basically, what his vision was came about. So what would be the vision now like would it be um like global um like uh, global warming or climate change Jesus. as a <laughs> doom's doom's way of thinking is very much the same as how things going right now with the way like especially in the uk mm-hmm. how many fields are being taken over by fucking houses being built mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it's it's still there <laughs> they're still wanting to build 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 um Oh gosh, you are asking the hard questions today, aren't you? <laughs> um, well, we're not live, so we've got to do have some things we're thinking towards it. <laughs> I know. Um, God, well, the the eighties was quite boombastic, wasn't it? It was mm. very like everything was kind of there was new money. Yeah, should we say? Interesting. So, 
change it slightly and probably mm. this is going to make this will probably get graham excited but like say the, the thought of doing it in the 80s but changing the country doing mm. it not in america but having like a sequel to roger rabbit in the uk with uk cartoons and uk topics like if you're doing it in the mm. 80s as well like thatcherism um like, like oh, all gosh, the yeah. all the shit that's going on like um mm. Tory Britain wanting to kill the working class. Uh, <laughs> um, sorry. Hasn't, nothing's really changed. Yeah. <laughs> Did we just get political? <laughs> but um, having that, like I say, kind of element, but if you're going to keep it like the same themes, like that mm. might work, but having like UK cartoons and stuff. Um, Do we have very many cartoons? Like the Beano like, ones that could stuff pull it off. <laughs> the Dandy. <laughs> I was going to say, Dan do we and... have enough? Oh, God. I didn't like them in cart in, in comic book strip. I definitely ain't gonna like them on the screen. Um, <laughs> I think I think you need to I think you need to keep it in keep it with the Americans. Right. This, this is the one thing that they that that's I'll be happy for them to keep right. is the cartoon it's side. Of side of it. Yes, absolutely. Um oh god. I wouldn't want to see it in now times. That's all no. I wouldn't want to see it. I don't want to see it as today because then we're not you're going to use cartoons of now and i'm that's not my like mm-hmm. but then again we're trying to put you're trying to pull in a younger like a, a younger, younger generation, generation then maybe you are going to need that style of cartoonage to bring them in yeah because it's so different like to mm-hmm. what i know what a lot we of, were used to yeah i know a lot of people hate on the new style as well but um there was actually an interview i like i read with a cartoonist um and there's a reason why they do things in certain ways, which I never thought about it now, um, like compared to what I did because we had like things like cartoons like Thundercats, He Man, yeah. um, like everything kind of like drawn out to the where there was almost photorealism at times, especially mm-hmm. with backgrounds. Like even like the likes of Scooby Doo, to a degree. Like the back, if you watch any of the backgrounds or like the sets for Scooby Doo, it's art. It's not. it's phenomenal like set pieces but now they've kind of simplified it and a lot of people saying oh it's not as good as it's not as good as it but the reason is they want to get more younger kids into drawn so if they're drawn it simpler and the kids are replicating and not find it as hard to draw it's like their gateway into that world into actual art yeah Yeah. because you don't I like that. I like that idea that it's this. Mm-hmm. It's simplifying, but isn't sometimes simpler just better? Like, look at some of the backdrops in certain cartoons. Mm-hmm. They're so simplistic that it works. Mm-hmm. Lion King is a prime example of how simple mm-hmm. the backdrop is on that. I love the idea of that, though. Of it's a, some way of getting because there is some cartoons out there that are just too over the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like. Too, I'm, too too much of a like a sensory overload like for me adventure time like a lot of people do like it but i could never get away with it but that's probably because i'm an old fart yeah but i'm just thinking of like teen titans and i'm trying to think of shit me nephews ben 10 mm. me nephews used to be obsessed with ben 10 that was too much for me yeah. that is just not that's not my kind of cartoon but- that's not bugs bunny singing you know <laughs> flight of the valkyries <laughs> was it flight of the valkyries i'm trying to think that oh, was oh, one oh. of my favorite episodes <laughs> But that opens up an interesting question as well, because like different cultures and stuff as well, because then does it bring anime into this into the argument? Would you bring that like artwork or that storytelling into like Roger Rabbit with Disney, with Warner Brothers, with Hanna Barbera? Um, it, it does open a quite like quite yeah. a, quite interesting take. Um, a lot of different interesting possibilities. It's just I, I, if if someone's got the balls and the ideas to do it, I I certainly won't have the ideas. I know we all, all like say like to pull a rabbit out of the hat and think uh, of oh, some good we ideas. The, we know the shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I wouldn't be able. Like that's probably above my peer grade to even try and fathom out. But it'll be an interesting here. I wouldn't be disappointed or sad if they revisited this type of story because no. it can be magic as Roger Rabbit has shown. Yeah, it certainly can, and it can it can move with a in a generation. Mm-hmm. It can like we can you can do it. I believe you could do it to where you could incorporate the past and the future mm-hmm. and make it work. Mm-hmm. Um, I just um I would only say that because we only have Roger Rabbit. Yeah, like there's nothing in the interim mm-hmm. just to like to to the point where I'm like, no, it's been done to death, mate. Like yeah. it's but it hasn't. It it mm-hmm. really hasn't. No. It, 
But I think that I, but I think that's probably down to more the work that has to go into it because to make a normal movie and to yeah. make an animated movie both are hard work and mix them together like it must be painful like and a, a labor of love as well you would have to absolutely love what you're doing to yeah. actually make it uh, a success as well i think if i remember rightly about an interview with bob hoskins he said this is one of the most favorite movies he's ever done that's great but um michael kane said exactly the same thing about the muppets mm. Muppets robert's christmas carol is one of the his most favoritest of favorite films he loved every second of it mm-hmm. He didn't. He didn't want to leave in the end. <laughs> he's still, yeah, he's I, still I, playing Scrooge in it with his kids. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about voice changes. That's um, and the fact that they did keep Mel Blanc's voice because it it is noticeable when voices change mm-hmm. within cartoons. Not you could possibly get away with it as mm-hmm. it being, but you you there's something about that that original voice that you can tell. And I know it's Anth when he listens to Miss Piggy now. Mm-hmm. And, and he doesn't like it uh, because it's not Frank Oz. Yeah. And he absolutely, he wets himself laughing over Muppet's Christmas Carol because of Frank Oz's voice as Miss yeah. Piggy. So, and he can tell that he can actually tell the difference. I can't. <laughs> so I cannot hear it. So we're finding Ansk, uh, Kinks now as well, Kinks. live on the... On the... Miss Fra- Frank Oz and Miss Piggy, Miss what, a, what a combination. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, you, it, I just, I'm still mind, like, mind blown over the fact that they managed to use his voice, mm. even though he'd been dead for nearly eight years. <laughs> So, yeah. but i love it i love it I love, that's magic. that's a level of but it's a level of commitment though yeah it's me it's, it's not skirting around things no. it's going in and taking it, then that's all they would have done is taken words mm-hmm. from probably yeah. hundreds and hundreds of archive that they have, like work that they have from them and mixing it in that would have taken fucking forever the level of work that it went mm-hmm. into this movie i just don't think gets appreciated no and that's why every so often again picking a movie like this because a lot of people do love the movie a lot of people do think about the movie but mm. how many times does it get brought up in conversation how many times i i think it's hit a few of our top fives in the past but not as many as people probably think but hopefully i'm not saying people will do this or that influential if people mm. watch our podcast or mm-hmm. even to see our thumbnail for roger rabbit or see a picture of robert to go I've not watched that in five, six years. Or I've not watched it in ten years. I'm going to watch it tonight, yeah. and you get to appreciate it all over again. Or they show the kids it, and then a new yeah. generation has been passed on to it as well. And that's and there's so many movies like that that I get excited about, like Ghostbusters is one, um, mm-hmm. Goonies, of course, Stand by Me when they're a little bit older because it's bad words yeah. used in that. Um, but there's so many movies and that you get excited to pass on and give it to mm-hmm. a new generation. And I yeah. think Roger Rabbit is up there with one of the movies that should be passed on to everyone's child. It will definitely be something that I that I um, give to my godson. I can't wait for my godson to be, I mean, he's only 18 months, but I can't <laughs> wait for him to be older and I can start like pushing all my influences on him. <laughs> like, look, let's go much Star Wars. Like I tried with them. <laughs> I've got him a R two D two teddy. Like, <laughs> I've getting him like Hedwig teddies. Like I'm slowly sneaking in the yeah uh, the nerdism. He is the future of nerd. <laughs> That's the thing though, as well, because we're not the future of nerd now. We're past it now. <laughs> we we are the past of nerd. Yeah. We are the nostalgia of nerd. We're vintage. Yeah. Just Jesus. Trying, and everyone and everyone's talking out took us out of the box. <laughs> <laughs> we have oh, been very, no. we have we have both been very played with. <laughs> Even though it's recorded on a Tuesday, guys, you're still getting Sunday smut. <laughs> yes, they'll never change. They'll always keep the keep the keep the standard that high, shall we say? Oh, absolutely. We've got to give the Discord crew what they need, like what they want. <laughs> yes. So they'll be uh, doing the little random messages to each other all the way through this no doubt but yes i know it's not going to like it'll probably disappoint them it's not going to be a long episode today guys no no but sometimes it doesn't have to be sometimes little short ones can fill the, fill the space let's <laughs> fill, fill the fill the space up and we've got plenty of plenty to come yeah um and don't forget we'll... sarah will be back on soon so don't worry you'll have another three hours soon <laughs> yes <laughs> what is next sunday 
next Sunday. I'll tell you now. So yes, um, because I know Goodwill will be live this week. I don't think he's got a guest on Friday. No, I don't believe it. Just and bearing in mind, like my source was Graham, so <laughs> this could be wrong. But I'm sure he said he didn't have a guest. Oh yes, the week after we are very. Ex I'm excited about that one because we are going into the new month, which is June. Um, mm. We have the the fabulous Lauren joining us with Jake, and we're doing oh, top nice. five comic book characters. Oh, the comic book crew's back together again. Yes, we so, did free comic book day together. Yes, so us five. Um, so it'll be the Marvel girls versus the DC boys. <laughs> yep, that's right. Back together. That'll be that'll be a fun one. Um, monsters this week is on Monday, Bank Holiday Monday. Yes. Um, is Xenomorph. Do you want to do it a bit earlier this week? Because <laughs> with everyone being off work. <laughs> well, we'll go six o'clock. Six o'clock. I'll put live six at six o'clock. Live at six o'clock, guys. I'm obviously I'll tell you all. And <laughs> you know, it'll be in the Discord and it'll be on the Facebook group. But yeah, we'll go a little bit earlier with six o'clock just for the bank holiday Monday. Mm -hmm. Um Goodwill's trekking on Friday. Yeah. The guys are twitching at some point, I believe. I don't know. They just do. They just mad men. They do what they want when they want it type thing. Oh <laughs> um, yes. So this will be uh, like premiered on Sunday at seven thirty. Then we've got the week after, and yeah. um, uh, tell Sammy's really excited because she's basically planned out every episode of Monsters up until fucking December. Up until December, we are. Oh, I am all planned out, and I've got December free, so I can have a look and see some Christmassy monsters. <laughs> Christmassy monsters. Um, the Krampus. Yeah, no, yes, Krampus definitely. Yeah. But I am on next Sunday, but I am not on the following Sunday. Yes, yeah, because I holiday. won't be here. I will be on holiday. Because <laughs> we'll be talking about you. Gotta catch them all. Thank God she's not here. Because um, <laughs> if you've you've seen us, you've seen us kind of interact on episodes where I've had a bit of a blank face. Mm -hmm. This one definitely would be. I have no fucking clue. <laughs> I think I've way... managed to skirt past on some before, but that one I can't. <laughs> yeah. Then I think we've got the labyrinth for review after that. So there'll be lots of singing. There'll be a lot of dancing. Oh, it's gonna be fun. There'll be a lot of in people's faces. And tune in as well. Don't forget, guys, find out who's gonna be the next Goonie. Ooh, I'm gonna <laughs> have to be watch anyone. Now. Are all up for grabs. But damn We're gonna have to watch. But yes, <laughs> thank you. Thank you to everyone in the chat. Thank you for always joining us. Um, even if we're not live. <laughs> yes. So um, follow us on everything that that we've got. Please like this and sub and like yes. and subscribe and share this video as well. Um, Goodwill keeps telling us we have to say that. Uh, yes, uh, like, share, and subscribe. Leave a comment. You mm -hmm. know the comments help with the algorithm. Um, we're oh. on we are on iTunes and Spotify for not just the, the live one. Monsters on there, Star Trek's on there. If you can, please leave a rating or a review. It just helps other people to find us. It helps the algorithm get picked up and other people to come and join our nerdy, crazy madness. Exactly. So same bat time, same bat channel. Stay nerdy, everyone. Bye-bye.